Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. This is actually the final podcast episode of the year of season two. After this episode, I will be going on a little bit of a podcast break, and then we will be kicking off season three next year. So I thought I would do kind of a recap, review, goals, what I'm planning kind of episode. So you can see like, I'm going to review everything, what I can. Usually I do a big review every December. So I'm recording this before I've done that full day like plan, but I already have a lot of data and things that I can share and talk about. So let's dig in. So the first thing I want to talk about is a little bit of what worked well this year. So, and I'll just say this at the beginning. So everything I'm going to talk about, this is specific to me and my business. It may not be the same for you. These are just my opinions, what the data has told me and things that I've discovered about myself and my business. So take what you need to take from this, but know that, you know, your business is different. So don't take everything I say at face value. So what worked well this year? Well, (laughs) For me, 2022 has been a year of realigning for me. And I didn't even realize that until the last couple of weeks. The last couple of weeks, I've forced myself to kind of slow down and take a break and just evaluate things. And I realized that that, that's kind of what this entire year has been. It's really been about looking deeper at what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, how it's working. So this has been a year filled with a lot of data, a lot of challenges, but a lot of focusing on what's most important to me. So one thing I've I've realized, and it's true for me, and I think a lot of businesses as we are nearing the end of 2022, it's you know, when it comes to new offers and building your business and launches, it really feels to me like things are changing. And I think if you're somebody who launches a lot, whether it's a live launch or you're just creating new evergreen offers, I think what's been happening is that the majority of people, and of course it depends on your industry and niche, But I feel like a majority of people, so if you are working primarily with entrepreneurs, I feel like a lot of us are just exhausted right now. And I don't know if you're feeling that way, but I'm definitely feeling that way. I think, you know, after the last several years of not being able to really do much else, 
we've kind of been on information overload. And now it's kind of getting to the point where we're just exhausted. I know I am. And I think the thing to take away from that is that, you know, if you're marketing or your products are geared towards other entrepreneurs, I think it's important to go into a launch plan or a new offer or something that you're doing with more lead time. And I think it's even more important now to focus more on launching with integrity and being true to yourself in terms of how you're launching and what makes sense. So for me, I mean, through launches, through products throughout this year and looking back and realizing that it's been a year of a lot of realignment, I've, I feel really good now. And I feel like I've been able to gain a lot more clarity around my brand, my values, and my audience. And now it's taking those three things and how I can tie them together to move forward into 2023 and beyond. So there's a lot of things shifting in the online space right now, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited for how things are changing. I think it's always good to you know, keep up with changes, realize how people, your audience are feeling. I've been in so many bundles and summits lately that I've just got to the point where I was like, I am exhausted promoting all of these. And I know my audience is getting exhausted hearing about them. (laughs) It's just a lot. So I think it's important to really just do a gut check with yourself, with your audience. And just think about how much you're taking on and be a little bit more strategic with what you're doing and what you're putting out there in the world. So I wanted to also share what has been a really big struggle for me this year. So I've definitely had a lot of ups and downs. I mean, every year as an entrepreneur, even after like I'm going into my 17th year as an entrepreneur and it is still like a roller coaster ride. I mean, every year there's new challenges, there's ups and downs, there's struggles, there's failures. And that's amazing to me. Like, I love that. I love the ups and downs. I love the changes. And I love how everything just seems to flow. And it just keeps you on your toes. And I love that. (laughs) So there are a couple things that I've noted down just reflecting back on what has been probably the biggest struggle for me this year. So I think the big thing was about halfway through the year. So I had been really focused on building my team. Like I wanted to build a team. I wanted to have people in the right seats. I wanted to allow people to do what they love and That was challenging, (laughs) just building a team in a way that felt good to me as well. So I don't want to have to like manage people or outsource tasks or delegate all the time. That's not how I want to spend my days. So I know that team management, you know, I love working with people. I love the team environment. But for me, like the day-to-day management is just... I know it's not one of my strengths and I don't want to spend my time doing that every single day. 
So I think halfway through the year, I think I had my amazing OBM, shout out to Rachel, who had just given birth and decided not to come back after maternity leave. So I love her so much. Um, She was amazing. She was with me, I think for like two years, maybe. And I was so excited for her. But then I just got shook. Like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I already feel really overwhelmed and exhausted. I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I kind of went through a little bit of a spiral. And then my amazing podcast manager, who was formerly my VA and so amazing, also decided that she was going back to corporate. So there's been a lot of changes this year in terms of team. And I really didn't have that for the past two years because most of the people that I work with, I tend to, you know, we work together for two, three years. So that was something that, you know, wasn't expected. And it really caused me to rethink about my business and like how I was scaling it, all these different things I was doing. And that's why I really wanted to take a step back and get back to what I had decided was my word of the year at the beginning of 2022, which was simple. And so right now it is just me. It is my amazing VA, Shannon, who if you've ever emailed the main inbox, you've probably received a reply from her. And then of course, podcast manager, because I am not editing a podcast. (laughs) It's not my favorite. I've done it. I know it's not my expertise and it's not fun for me. And it would take me three times as long as a podcast manager. So as long as I have this podcast, I am going to have a podcast manager. It's just non-negotiable. But for right now, it's just going to be very, very, very small team. And I'm okay with that. I'm actually excited. I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen next year, how the team is going to grow, what other people I can bring on. But for right now, I feel really good about the team and the processes and everything, like it's making me look at things differently. Like I just set up an automation for my Introvertpreneur Club membership that is incredible and is going to save so much time for me or my VA or whoever was going to do it. And those are the things that it's really making me look at is like, what can I automate? What can I make simpler? Because that was my word of the year. And I know for most of you listening, if you know a lot about my business and you're on my email list, you're probably laughing because it looks on the outside like nothing is simple in my business. I have so many offers. I'm always doing so many things. So you're probably laughing and thinking, you know, your business, Tara, is nothing. No way is it simple. But I really feel like it's a lot simpler to me. And that's what's most important. I feel like, you know, focusing more on the automations and the management and the processes and the workflows, like that has really made it feel like things are more simple to me and that I can manage more on my plate because of those things that I've implemented, which I will share. Automations for the win, I switched from Zapier to Pably Connect. 
which they currently have a lifetime deal. So I got rid of my monthly Zapier subscription. I got rid of Dubsado monthly subscription. And I really focused on streamlining my systems and Pabli Connect is one of them. So Pabli is very similar to Zapier, except you can get a lifetime deal, which means no monthly fee, which is always great because we always have so many systems and tools we're using that, you know, if I can eliminate a monthly fee, I'm very excited about it. And with the Pabli account, I have, I believe, 10,000 automations per month. However, Pabli doesn't consider a lot of things an automation or a task like Zapier does. So any trigger is not counted as a task like it is in Zapier. So I can automate pretty much everything in my business. <laughs> and I'm so excited to continue to dig in to Pabli and all of the tools that I'm using and figure out even more ways that that I can implement automations and workflows that are going to not only improve my students or my clients' experience, but are going to save me a lot of time as well. So let's dig into, I know like the year is not over, okay? I know I'm talking all about, you know, wrapping up my year and doing a recap and talking about next year, but the year is not over yet. So I wanted to share a few things that I'm probably going to be working on and focusing on and that are happening for the rest of the year. So I started working as a service provider again. So I called the role a marketing director role, and I've been working with two amazing clients and I am loving it. So that is going to be happening for the rest of the year. For me, dedicating a lot of my creative and strategic energy towards their businesses and helping them implement funnels and set up email sequences and come up with new ideas for increasing their revenue and their audience. And, you know, I, I struggled with offering services again because I know I've shared in the past, like when I was working as a service provider, I got so burnt out and I was taking on way too much, way too many clients, not charging enough. And I was scared to do this, but I think, you know, because I went into it really clear on what it involves and what I will be doing and what they can expect, it's really allowed me you know, to reignite my creativity and my passion because it's not just one thing. I'm not just doing one service. I'm basically a strategic marketing partner who is not just strategizing, but also doing it because that was the thing that I found with one-on-one coaching clients. You know, we would talk about, you know, their website, for example, and, you know, I can redesign their website. I could optimize their website, but I wasn't offering services. So I would just sometimes offer to jump in and do it for free. So that was really the trigger where I was like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing all this work for my coaching clients. They're coming to me for coaching and I just want to jump in and solve all of their problems and do the work. And 
that's not really a good use of my time. When I'm only being paid for coaching, it just doesn't make sense. So that's actually where the idea came from for this new marketing director role that I sent out to my email list and started working with two clients, which I think in the past, I think service provider work ended up starting to feel overwhelming because not only was I not charging enough, but I was also working with the wrong people. I was working with people who didn't really value what I bring to the table. And I was also working in roles where, you know, it was just one focus, just one thing. And I know everyone pushes that, <laughs> you know, you, you need an email expert. You need, then you also need a funnel designer. Then you also need a copywriter. And I'm like, but I love everything and I can get it done. So why am I trying to force myself into one box offering one service package It just doesn't align with who I am and the things that I love to do. So I think that was a lot of why I felt so overwhelmed about working one-to-one on services with clients in the past, but I'm really loving what I'm doing now. So I will probably continue that into 2023. I'm not sure if these two clients I'm working with are going to continue, but if they are, I'll probably be open to it. If not, then I might open up one of those spots to a new client and try to find a really awesome fit for that. So some other things that are happening for the rest of the year, I am hosting another event. So December 5th to the 8th, I am hosting a live, completely live virtual event called Funnel Fest. And Funnel Fest is designed to help you create and implement a sales funnel because I love sales funnels, especially as an introvert. If I can get automated sales and nurture my audience in an automated way that doesn't feel automated, it just works. It allows me to not have to hustle continuously. I don't have to network continuously. It's always running in the back end. And I just, I'm obsessed with sales funnels. And I know a lot of people struggle with sales funnels because there's so many pieces to it. So I designed this event very strategically. Every presentation, live presentation or topic is one piece of the sales funnel. So basically, if you already have sales funnels set up, but they're not working as well as you would like, Or if you're still struggling to create your first sales funnel, Funnel Fest is definitely going to be the event for you. I have amazing co-hosts. There is going to be a new co-host every single day because like I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, any future live events, I am going to have a co-host and I did that. I took on a co-host for each day of Funnel Fest, and they're all amazing. All the speakers are amazing. It is just going to be a fabulous event. So save the date, December 5th to the 8th, and let's get you a funnel built for 2023. So let's talk about what I am focusing on for 2023. So I mentioned that I haven't done my like full day 
business review plan brainstorming session for next year. But I still already have some ideas and things that I'm probably going to implement, focus on or not focus on next year. So I thought I'd just share some of my notes here. (laughs) So number one, what I'm going to focus on is shorter accelerator programs that have actionable results and transformations. So I have run several rounds of different accelerator programs. So these are usually six to 12 week programs with weekly content, weekly coaching, a step-by-step kind of framework to get actionable results and transformations because that's really how I love to teach. I love to give actual steps to get you to where you want to go, whether it's to create something, to implement something, just to get something done. So I have ran the Evergreen Sales Funnel Accelerator. I have done the Searches to Leads Sales uh, Accelerator. And both of those programs have been absolutely amazing. The, The feedback, you know, people really love them because, and I know I do as well, because we're all busy. We don't have a lot of space to commit to something that's like, six months or 12 months. Like that is a lot. That is a big commitment to ask somebody to make to an offer. Like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in 12 months. Who knows? <laughs> so for me to commit to something that has a longer time frame, I'm very less likely to commit. But if it's something shorter, that's like six to 12 weeks where you can get this by the end of it, I'm way more likely to say yes. And my students have been the same way. They've absolutely loved these type of offer containers. So I'm definitely planning on running Evergreen Sales Funnel Accelerator again and probably Searches to Leads Accelerator again. And then I might come up with a new accelerator type program. So number two on my list of what I'm gonna focus on for 2023 is a big one. So I don't know if it's going to get accomplished in 2023, but I am finally going to put some time and energy into writing a book. So I've had a book outlined on my Google Drive for I think a year and a half, almost probably going on two years now. And I've really wanted to write this book, but it just felt overwhelming. So I've had a few talks recently about writing this book and I'm going forward with it. I am excited about it. I feel like people are going to need it. So it is going to likely be called Introvertpreneur as my brand and helping introverted entrepreneurs market their business and build a business that feels good. So I'm really excited about that. Maybe it'll launch in 2023, but I at least want to get it written in 2023 and really focus on it and make a plan for it to happen. So a couple other things I'm going to focus on next year is I want to do more podcast guesting. So I want to be a guest on more podcasts. I love having guests on my podcasts. They're always so incredible and share so much value. And I really want to get back into you know going on to other podcasts and sharing my voice and my message. 
And that's something that I'm going to be really focusing again on next year. And then also, I mean, my content plan, I want to refocus my content plan because I love creating content, but I think the past couple of months, you know, being overwhelmed and feeling a little bit burnt out and (laughs) just exhausted, I've kind of put content on the backseat. So I really want to, you know, when I do my December day of planning and brainstorming, I'm really going to focus on my content plan and what I want not only the podcast to look like, what I want my blog to look like, what I want my email newsletters to look like. So I'll be definitely focusing a lot on that. And then the final point I have for next year is that, you know, something I'm not going to focus on as much is events. So whether that is bundles or virtual summits, I really want to do fewer events as much as I love bundles. Like I will always buy a bundle. Like you can't send me an email about a bundle and I won't buy it usually (laughs) Um, just because I love learning and I love all the things. So even if there's a one or two things in there that I want, I'm probably going to buy it. But as a host or as a participant, I really want to limit how much noise I'm putting out there. So I will probably for 2023, I mean, I'm not going to say with absolute certainty, but as of right now, I think I will just like, I'll, I'll definitely be a participant in several summits, but for next year as a host, I'm probably just going to focus on the introvertpreneur summit. So this is my main event. It always happens in April during my birthday week, which is April 28th. I always love spending my birthday week with the people who get me, my introverts. And so we're going to have the the third annual Introvertpreneur Summit in April. And of course, we start planning that in January. So that is always a fun but big project. And I can't wait for it. But other than that, I probably won't likely be doing any other big summits or big events for 2023, unless I feel like it. I'm always about following my energy, but right now I feel like that's not going to be as much of a focus or priority next year. All right. So before I end this episode, I just wanted to share a little bit about the podcast. So I told you at the beginning, this is the last episode for season two of the Introvertpreneur podcast. So we will be back in February. Season three will kick off in February. So save the date. I will be batching episodes and doing a ton of interviews in January to prep for the season three kickoff in February. And I'm really excited for some ideas and topics that I have cooked up for the podcast next year. But I would love to hear from you. Like if you are listening to this podcast episode and you've listened to previous episodes and you love the podcast, please send me an email. I I love getting emails from podcast listeners and hearing what you're loving, any ideas that you'd love to hear about, any topics, any guests that you would love to hear on the podcast, absolutely anything. My inbox is always open and I would just love to hear from you. And If you would love to write a review on 
Apple Podcasts. I would absolutely love it and appreciate it. I know I never ask for them as much as I should. <laughs> oh, that's the introvert in me. I just said that this week too. And when somebody asked me for my testimonial form, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, I always forget to send that because <laughs> I hate asking for things. But, you know, if this podcast has helped you in any way or you love listening to it, just getting a review notice just like totally boosts me up and really energizes me to keep creating content for you. So if you feel like it, I would love it and appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening. I can't wait for 2023. I'm excited to hear what you'll be working on and how you'll be moving your business forward. And maybe I'll see you at Funnel Fest the first week of December. Let me know if you need anything from me. You can always hit me up on email and I hope you have amazing rest of your year and wishing you all the best. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at theterrorread.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.